Hi, welcome back to another episode of Nobody's Doing It Right, the podcast for those who are uncertain. My name is Kat, I'm your host. I just realized I always say welcome back as though there aren't new subscribers here, but if you're new, welcome. If you're not new and you've been here for a while, welcome back. I don't know why, it's just what rolls off my tongue when I start recording, so this is just what I say. Um, Today's episode is going to be about intuition. And I talk about intuition a little bit here and there with the content I create. I've never really sat down and talked about it in depth. So I wanted to do that today. Uh, I did just post a personal essay over on my Substack all about intuition. It is for paid subscribers, so you would have to have a membership. But even the essays I post for subscribers who are free also talk about intuition in their own way. This is just a specific uh personal essay about intuition, but I'm going to talk about it here too. So if you're interested in reading all my work, uh, you can subscribe to my Substack in the show notes below. So intuition, I want to talk about this because I, th- I, I get a lot of questions about intuition. Um, people that follow me, my friends even, I'd like to think I have pretty good intuition uh, when I listen to it. <laughs> I often forget to do it or I don't uh, lean into it as much as I should, or I override my intuition because external expectations, societal expectations. It's not what I should be doing. It doesn't look like what, you know, other people want it to look like for me, you know, all those things. Your intuition is just a deep inner knowing that just is. It does not have to be necessarily logical. Uh, it, in Obviously it will make sense for you, but it won't be logical in the sense of this is what makes sense in terms of, you know, again, societal expectations or people in your life telling you what to do or what people think of you or whatever. So we have to really separate our intuition from logic, quote unquote, because sometimes the thing that we are looking for, the answer we're looking for is not at all going to look like what we think it's going to look like. So we have to really keep an open mind to a lot of that stuff. So in terms of intuition, okay, what is your intuition? How do you even feel your intuition? And this was really tricky because uh, intuition can Other things can pretend to be intuition, right? Other things can feel like intuition, especially if you're somebody like me who struggles with anxiety, right? I am a very fearful person, naturally. I obviously have put a lot of work into not be that so much, but that's my impulse. That's my instinct immediately is to be scared, to be fearful. And of course, as humans, we need to have fear. Fear is really important. It keeps us alive. But sometimes if you lean too much into your fear and you forget to look at the other things in your life, fear becomes the only thing that you see. So you immediately perceive threats in every situation, no matter what. And there are many things that might seem like a threat, but are not really, right? It might just be something that's uncomfortable, something that's new, that's unfamiliar. Because of all those things, your mind perceives it as a threat, so now you're scared. And sometimes that fear can feel like our intuition, right? We we might think, oh, well, if I'm scared and it's I'm being told internally to not do this thing because, you know, it's scary and I'm thinking about all these things that could go wrong or whatever, then it must be my intuition trying to to put me on the right path. And I can understand that, right? Of course, it's very difficult to recognize what is actual threat, what is just your intuition telling you, hey, maybe this isn't right for you. The one thing that I have to keep in mind when my fear comes up and takes over is that intuition is precise. It is, it just is, it's knowing, and it's also very subtle. Your intuition won't force you to listen to it the way your fear forces you to listen to it. Do you know what I mean? Like fear is unrelenting and incessant. It will not stop until you give into it, until you acquiesce to it. 
because you know it's trying to protect you right so it makes sense that it's going to do whatever it needs to do to make you listen and make you you know follow what it wants you to do so that you don't get hurt or whatever um, and sometimes a lot of it is like ego fear too, right? If you step out of your comfort zone, out of what's familiar, you risk becoming a different person, which then makes you have to question your current identity, which, you know, in a sense makes you have to question your ego, right? And, and that's what ego death is part of. But your intuition is just a precise knowing. It is just what it is. It is an answer you get by asking a question. And that question is your intention. That's what, it, that's what it means to ask the question, right? So everyone's intention in life is different, but you have an intention that is unique to you. So your answer to that is going to be specific to you. So it cannot follow the blueprint of somebody else. And that's also important to keep in mind too. If what you expect to hear as the answer looks like something else that someone has done, or it's supposed to follow a specific script or blueprint, then that's probably not your intuition answering. It is your fear or it is your ego or your you know, wanting to be accepted or whatever. Your intuition is going to look like how it's going to look. It doesn't matter. It doesn't really care about you in that way. <laughs> it is impartial in a sense. It doesn't need you to listen to it. It is just telling you what it's just telling you. It's just giving you the answer that you're seeking. But sometimes we override that because we're like, well, no, that doesn't make sense. Like it doesn't make sense for the life I'm supposed to live based on these standards or whatever. But it's just telling you like the way I see it also is it's like the artist invoking the muse. And I talk about this in the Substack. Uh, essay as well. It's like the artist invoking the muse. When an, and oh, sorry, this is me kind of diving into a little bit of my classical civilizations um, knowledge from university, but this sticks with me, right? So I, I want to share it in case it resonates with anybody else. But an artist invokes the muse in the sense that it calls to this whatever artistic higher power to give it inspiration. That's how I also see your intuition operating. You are invoking your intuition every time you say. I want this thing, or this is my intention. This is what I want to do. How do I do it? Or what, what's next? Or what's the next step? Whatever. That's you invoking the muse. That's you invoking your intuition. The muse and the intuition are not invoking you. It's not coming there to tell you. It's not, you know, you asked it. So if you ask it and it answers and you don't listen to it, okay. So it's not going to push you. It's not going to force you because intuition is not born of force. It's born of flow. So it's not going to force you. It's not going to push and push like the way your fear would. It's going to just say it. And if you don't listen, all right. But oftentimes you will notice that you will circle back to this specific answer, especially if you keep going back to that intention, right? If you keep asking, you keep saying your intention or thinking about your intention and you get this answer, that's your intuition coming back up. It's circling back. So you will circle back like you, your intuition will circle back around, but it, it does involve you asking. It's the question you ask. It's the intention you pose. It will answer it, but you have to be the one responsible of listening, of creating space and room to listen to your intuition. If you are drowning out your intuition with a distraction in your life, then you're not gonna be able to hear it. You have to let it be heard. You have to let yourself hear it. So that means if you are, you know, constantly on social media, that's a great distraction. It's very easy, very quick. Um, if you are constantly going through relationships, like romantic relationships as a way to escape your current reality, that's another form of distraction. If you are around family or friends who are very chaotic, who force you in a sense to clean up their chaos, clean up their mess, that's a form of distraction as well. That's why it's so important to create boundaries, to express yourself, to be mindful, to have self-awareness because it opens up space for you to be communicating with your intuition. 
That's the point of this work. It's to open up space, to clear up space so that you can hear your intuition. Your intuition right now, to use another kind of metaphor in a sense, is being held under the water with cinder blocks. Your job is to remove the cinder blocks. It's to untether the cinder blocks from your intuition so that it can rise to the top and you can hear it clearly. So that means getting rid of distractions, um, becoming more self-aware. Why do I do these things? Why am I around these people? Like, you know, what's, what's my goal? What's my intention? Whatever, all the questions that I talk about in all my other content. But then once you do that, once you clear out the space so that your intuition can speak to you, you have to then act on it. And you will not know if this is actually your intuition, if it's actually trying to lead you to the right place, unless you act on it and find out. You have to. You won't know for sure until you do it. But when you do it that one time and you realize like, oh yeah, no, it actually was my intuition. It actually took me exactly where I needed to be. Even if it doesn't look like what I thought it was going to look like, I ended up exactly where I needed to be. So that was my intuition. You won't know until you lean into it and allow it to show you. You have to see it. And that means you have to listen to it. You have to listen to it and... Most importantly, the, the crux of all of this, you have to believe it. Now, your intuition is not separate from you. I don't want it to be confusing and, and to make it seem like it's some external source that's more knowledgeable than you. Like your intuition is you, it's a part of you, but it's also a gift bestowed onto you. you, you it's a gift that you have to use. And if you don't use it, you lose it, right? So you have to, to recognize and respect it by, of course, respecting yourself, by believing yourself. You have to really believe what you tell yourself because the answer you're seeking, you already know what it is. You've known this whole time what the answer is because it's you. It's You are asking the question, your intuition is the one answering because it's you and your answer is gonna be specific to you because you are a unique person. It won't be somebody else's answer, it'll be your answer. So that means you've known it this whole time. We've just had to clear out the space so you could fully see it. But that also means then that you have to believe it. You have to believe yourself and trust yourself. And that's why also self-trust is a big component in understanding and hearing your intuition too. All of this stuff is. Self-trust is so important because if you don't trust yourself, of course, the intuitive nudge you get, the intu intuitive poke you get, you're not gonna believe it. You're not gonna trust it because you're like, who am I to know these things? Who am I to know what's good for me? Well, you are. Yes, of course you would know what's right for you. Now, obviously, question yourself, right? Be sure that you are aware of why you do the things you do. You know, does this, you know, th this feels a little off. Maybe I have to like look into it a little bit more. Take advice from people too. Like there's nothing wrong with that, right? I'm not saying you have to shut out everybody and your word is the only word and whatever. Of course, be mindful, be open, um, listen to other people's perspectives. Cause of course, a lot of people know more than you too in this life, of course. But for your specific needs and experiences, only you know that. Yes, take advice, take information, take data points in, of course. But when it comes down to it, when you are asking that question from yourself and you are answering it because you know deep down what it is, you have to believe it. And then you have to take action on it. And then once you take the action, you realize, oh yeah, see, that was my intuition. It led me to exactly where I needed to be. Even if what you're led to might seem like a failure at first, you know, you, you then realize later on, hopefully, that you, this was where you needed to be because it's led you to something else. That's how intuition works. It's kind of like a domino effect, I find. And of course, th these are all just my beliefs. These are all my experiences with it and how I've learned to navigate it. Because like I said, it's a gift, just like the gift of fear. There are internal things that we know, that we see, that we perceive, that we use to understand ourselves better so that we can make decisions that are aligned for us. Nobody outside of us can make those aligned decisions for us. 
it would be so much easier if somebody could. If somebody could just tell you what to do and be like, yep, this is the right path, go on it. Obviously, that'd be the easiest thing. It'd be great. Unfortunately, that's not how things work. But the good news is that you know. You just have to trust and believe yourself. You know. But trusting and believing yourself is the hardest thing to do if you struggle with self-worth, if you struggle with people-pleasing, with all the things that I talk about. It's so, so difficult, but that's why it's so important to cultivate that because then you won't be able to hear your intuition. And your intuition is what tells you who you are, basically. It tells you who you are, where you need to be, how you're going to get there. And so, yeah, it, it is a very nuanced topic. It's kind of esoteric in a sense. Like, who can really say what intuition is? This is just how I see it. And I hope that it resonates with anybody else who's struggling to understand what their intuition is, what that means for them. To me, my intuition feels like a very deep, sturdy, secure knowing. Like it just, yes or no. There's no questioning. There's no panic. There's no it trying to remind me over and over again. And hey, you know, like th this isn't right. This isn't like it doesn't do that because it doesn't need to. My fear and anxiety do that because of course they need to. They need to be heard so that they can get their way. My intuition doesn't care if it gets its way or not because I'm the one who's suffering at the end of the day, right? It's just telling me. It's answering the question. It's saying, okay, here's your answer. And if I don't listen, okay, that's on me. You know, like I'm give, I'm getting the answer. So it's not going to try and beat down your door to tell you what it is. That's why sometimes it's easy to overlook it because it's not so incessant. It's not so loud and boisterous the way your fear is. But often your fear is not at all as scary as it seems and usually is not, not always, of course, be mindful of your fear too. It does keep you safe, obviously. But it's not always the answer to what you're looking for, even though it's the safest option a lot of the time because it's like, well, I'll just I'll stay exactly where I am so that I don't get hurt or be seen trying or be embarrassed or whatever. But sometimes your intuition will tell you, no, you, you have to just stay here. And that's great, too. It's, it's a skill you have to cultivate by practice and opening up the space to listen to your intuition and trusting yourself. That's a big, big thing. And it's very difficult. I still struggle with it too. I still overlook my intuition sometimes and realize like, oh shit, I I could have solved this so much earlier if I had just listened to that initial gut feeling I had, that initial poke that I felt that first time. And for me, usually my intuition is very much in the gut, as everyone says, right? It's a gut feeling. That's where it is. And it's just, it's not a panic feeling. It's not a nervousness. It is just there. That security, that stability, because it's a knowing. It just is. So yeah. I hope this was helpful. I hope it was informative. I hope it gave you a different perspective on intuition. Again, if you want to read that essay I wrote about it on Substack, feel free to subscribe. Um, follow me on social media and you can book a one-to-one -one call if you want to talk about this in more detail with me. But other than that, thank you for listening and I'll be back again soon with another episode.